You're tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. Hey, hey, this is Keetra. Thanks again for tuning in to another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business. Today, I am speaking with the founder of UCrowd, which is a new ticketing platform for events and entertainment. It's a wonderful company based in Los Angeles, and the founder's name is Maisha Robinson. So I have Maisha on the show today. She's going to be talking to us about her journey the new platform that she has, and a couple of other things that she has up her sleeve. So let me go ahead and let her introduce herself, and then we will get started from there. Hey, Maisha, you there? Hey, Keisha, how are you? I am doing well. How's your day going? My day has been fabulous thus far. Good deal. Hey, there you go. Can't get any better than that. So I'm going to let you give us a brief introduction, and we'll, we'll keep the ball rolling. Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you for having me on your show today. I am really grateful for this platform. For myself, I started working on this particular project when I was in college. I graduated in 2014 from Cal State Dominguez Hill. I earned a bachelor's degree in marketing in which I was involved in a, a few different companies where I helped with sales and merchandising and management, which included Kellogg's. Target, and Hertz rental cars. I have an extensive background in sales, which along with marketing, which helped me within my business as well and helped me form my business right now, which is UCrowd, which is the online ticketing platform. And it really opened doors for me and I've been communicating with so many different people within the industry and other women, especially women of color, in the Los Angeles area I've connected with throughout my journey, and it's been a great blessing thus far. And professionally, I've connected with so many different people, and I just feel like this is going to be something great, not just only for myself, but also for people within the entertainment business, as well as people interested in connecting with others within the industry. Exactly, yeah. And I I tell you what, I was so impressed by what I saw when you sent me the information and and I checked out the website and just getting to get an opportunity to learn. Yeah, to learn more about what you're doing. And and also you started dabbling in design. I guess I'll let you tell that story here in a bit because that was kind of... I know you, you told it to me and I was kind of laughing about it. So I can't, yeah. yeah, I can't wait for you to share that. And then I know you, from there, you, you know, started getting a little bit more interested in technology and just trying to get more on the tech end and apps and things. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's go ahead and kind of dabble into your journey when you, I guess the background story behind you crowd. Yeah, definitely. When I was in school, I took a computer information systems course in which I had to create blogs. That was one of our projects that we created. And being a poor college student with not much money, I would often look for events on the weekend, especially free events, which are something affordable. So I came up with the idea of having a blog that kind of laid out different events that were happening within a maybe 10, 20 mile radius from where I live and kind of talking about different events that were free or something that was that wasn't inexpensive, that wasn't too expensive for college students. And I couldn't find anything online. 
there wasn't a platform in which had all that information. So I decided to create one. And so I came up with the concept of UCrowd, which is an online self-service ticketing and registration platform for events. UCrowd focused on bringing people together offline while simultaneously redefining the ticketing industry. And what that entails is, not only is it a ticketing platform, but it's also a social platform. We're kind of bridging the gap between those two industries and creating something new where you can look on your phone or you can go online and find events within 5, 10, 30, 50 miles radius from where you live. You can select a particular time. You can select through different categories, whether it's a music category, whether it's theater, whether it's something associated with business, you can actually get those tickets online, either creating your own event or you can actually register for other events. Now, when it comes to the tech side, mm-hmm. I had no experience in the tech industry. This was something that was completely new to me. I had no experience. But the awesome thing is the power of YouTube. <laughs> YouTube exactly. was my best friend. <laughs> it was my best friend. So I went online and I learned how to create my first website through YouTube. Just step by step, I followed someone online that shows you how to set up your account on GoDaddy to hosting to also building it on WordPress. And with that experience, I took that experience and I created UCrowd's website from scratch, which is a full-fledged website. that I came up with the idea how it's going to look, how to feel, how the flow of the website was going to be. And I did that just with the power of YouTube and intuition. And a lot of people, I don't know if it's a lot of entrepreneurs, but just creative people in general, you can find so many things online that you can utilize and can help you pretty much do all the tech side of what you're trying to do online, especially when it comes to a website. So utilize, I encourage anyone to utilize YouTube or any other resources at their school or someone you may connect with through passing or at work. And it always helped me pretty much get everything together, especially when it comes to your business plan. That's the one thing I want to deal with, too, with entrepreneurs. I really want to give you advice on that. When it comes to a business plan, it's really important that you link up with someone who knows more than you, whether that's your professor at school. In my case, I did speak to my professor in school about it. He went step by step and told me how a business plan is supposed to pretty much lay out your blueprint of your business. Then, of course, I went online again to YouTube, and I got some more information about how to write a proper business plan. And it was a process that took about maybe a month to really have in detail everything that I needed in that business plan. So it's really important to look outside of the resources that you do have, connect with people, look on YouTube, or just do some research online to really help you build that creative platform. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's some great advice. That is some excellent advice. And I know that you mentioned, you know, having to scramble for different entertainment, you know, events and things like that to attend on the weekend. So how has that experience like the even now, I guess you're probably still having experiences to where you're looking for things to do and different types of entertainment. How has your experience as an event goer, like how did that help you redefine, not redefine, but how did that help you refine your approach to to developing UCrowd? Exactly. For me, when I was looking for events in college, it was really hard to find an event that wasn't really expensive, especially in L.A. L.A. has events going on constantly, and there's no platform really that has that information for you. There may be some maybe some of the competition that have some events, but it's not 
really anything that my niche market is looking for. A mm. lot of the kids today are looking for music events, they're looking for a live event show, entertainment, and you really can't find that platform anywhere. And I wanted to take my experience at live events because I was a constant event goer. I always go to concerts. I go to maybe two concerts a month sometimes. Sometimes I'll go maybe 10 times a year to different events. So I wanted to bring the experience of having all that information of all the events that may be going on around me in one particular app or one particular place where people can actually utilize as a tool and finding things to do during the week or during the weekend with family, with friends, or it can be a professional event. That I definitely hear you on that. And I know we were talking about a couple of weeks ago how you crowd also helps people kind of navigate what's coming up in their area, you know, so kind of filter through what they may be interested in. How is your platform different from other platforms such as like, you know, a Ticketmaster or Eventbrite? Right. What makes you crowd a bit different is because one thing, the main thing is pricing. When you go to different ticketing platforms, they focus on adding fees to your event that you, if you purchase a ticket. If say you purchase a ticket for $50, there's going to be around 16 to $20 in fees associated with that event, especially depending on if it's a huge artist. There's huge hidden fees and initial fees that they put onto the, the process of payment, and then you're stuck with a bill that's more expensive than an initial ticket. Yeah. So we, we really want to focus on making it affordable for people. We want to make sure that when you book an event, you're going to an event with your friends, you're going to get your money's worth. You, we have a straightforward pricing. There are no hidden fees. Everything is straightforward so everyone can see exactly what you're getting, how much our fee is one fee associated with the ticketing process. Another aspect of it is social buying. Now, this is something that not many businesses have tapped into yet. Social buying is when you can search through online. There's so many apps, so many social apps that people use. But there's not like a direct button that you can choose and purchase a ticket through that particular app. Even if you look at like an Instagram or Twitter, there's not a direct button you can say, hey, I'm going to purchase tickets now. It takes you to a third-party website. So we want to bridge the gap between social buying with on a social platform as well as the ticketing industry. So you'll get all the aspects of socializing online as well. So you'll be able to comment on different events. The uh, event organizer will be able to share some photos from the event and you can create some dialogue online. And that kind of helps create some content as well in the power of hashtags to really get people interested in going into your event. You can search for particular events that you're interested in if you're interested in basketball, you can find basketball events within 10, 20 miles radius from where you're at, where you're located. And then you can pick a particular time window and what you want to see those games, kind of narrow down the searches. And that makes it really accessible for people who are using this particular platform. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I even see a potential promotional component with the hashtag thing that you mentioned. That's Absolutely. A, yeah. And that's a whole different opportunity field in, in that regard. So that will definitely change the game a lot. And so let me ask you this. When you decided to launch Ucrowd, did you have a what type of plan or strategy did you have in place to get from A to B? Like basically, how did you get once you decided and you committed to seeing your vision through what type of uh strategies, what type of plan, rather, did you put together to make sure that that happened? Right. As I mentioned earlier, the business plan was 
definitely a big help. And just getting kind of a blueprint to kind of guide you where you need to go, what you need to do. And I really focus on the marketing plan, a pre-marketing plan and a post-marketing plan after launching. So it's really important that we go over the steps that entrepreneurs have to take to kind of analyze everything that they need to do and how they're going to get there. I had a great professor at Cal State Dominguez Hills who really took time with me and he went over my business plan with me and he kind of mapped out what I needed, how I needed to get there and what people I need to connect with. I also have amazing mentors. There's an organization called Black Women in Tech. And the founder is one of my mentors. Her name is Lori Mitchell, and she has great resources. She helped me link with other people who have more experience than I do, with uh, publicists, with marketing consultants, with financial consultants, and also the SBA, which is a small business association, which is pretty much in every major city within the United States. They have many classes and programs to help up-and-coming entrepreneurs uh, get from point A to point B. And a lot of times I use my own resources as well. Financially, I use my own resources. So I was funding pretty much a lot of any process I have to go through before getting to the point I am now. So that included my trademark process. I had no idea how to do that. So I utilized any online sources that I had and helped me navigate through the trademark process myself. I didn't have any additional financial help at all, really. So it was coming out of my own resources. So I encourage entrepreneurs as well to utilize your day job as a stepping stone to get to your dream, to fund your dream. So I utilized my day job, which I was kind of struggling at that at these particular places. That included Target as well as Kellogg. But I mm-hmm. utilized my funds, even if it was five to ten bucks each check I could put aside, and I use that to fund my dreams and to make this come into fruition. Exactly. Yeah, you definitely have to prioritize and, and sacrifice something if you're trying to get to a different level. Why do you think some people, well, people that have, like, there's a lot of different people that have good ideas and they want to do this and want to do that, but why do you think they're afraid to move forward and act on the, the different visions that they have? I think oftentimes people listen to outside voices rather than their own. And sometimes we we rely on other opinions and ideas rather than embodying our personal confidence. So that oftentimes really detour people from pursuing their dreams. You have to encourage yourself throughout the whole journey. No matter what the circumstance or situation may be, you still have to continue pushing forward because you know what you want your life to be. You know what you what it looked like and you need to really think about do I really want this life that I'm dreaming of and how am I going to get there if I continue to listen to other people's opinion I'll become stagnant I'll slack off and I'll think no maybe it won't work because you get those negative those negative opinions sometimes and it really discourages people and I think that's a lot of things that really detours people from pursuing their dreams and really uh, bringing their ideas into fruition and um I really just want to say to people, take time, plan everything out. If you don't know something, reach out to other people who know more than you do. Right. Yeah, I definitely agree. I agree with you there. 
How do you see the um, event industry evolving for the event goer and the event organizer over the next five to ten years? The event industry, like I said before, I believe there's going to be a merge between purchases and social media more than it is now. Yeah. Which is the social buying I was speaking about earlier. Platforms will kind of merge into one central resource. As you can see now, a lot of the uh, social sites are kind of merging together, are kind of coming up with the same concept. Yeah. It's becoming one tool. You can connect each website to one another. I think there's going to be just one major website, probably Facebook, <laughs> that's going to exactly. kind of be the central source. It's going to be probably the essential resource for everything social. Mm-hmm. And I really want to utilize my platform to kind of bridge the gap between social media and ticketing, make it simple, convenient, and profitable at the same time. I certainly see that. I can see that coming. What do you... Yeah. What, yeah, exactly. I tell you what... Um, I was going to ask you something about, well, I'll come back to it if I think about it. But uh, as far as your entrepreneurial journey, what do you enjoy most? Like what has been one of the, I guess, not experiences, but what do you enjoy most about the whole, your journey? Definitely independence. It's a huge adjustment because you always rely on some source of income, some guaranteed check a week. And through entrepreneurship, unless you have a day job, you're not sure when the next time a big sale will come through or you'll get paid for the for the amount of hours that you're actually putting in. But I really enjoy independence. I like working on a project where I am creative because I'm a creative person. And it really has helped me continue pushing myself because I know exactly what I want for myself. I, I know how my life, I want it to look and I know what the things that I'm capable of doing for others as well as I continue this journey, as I succeed, I'll be able to help other people create opportunities for them within the ticketing industry, within tech, and within just business in general. I really want to encourage other people to do well as, as well. So that's really one of the, the main things I most enjoy about entrepreneurship. Yeah. And what about challenges? What sort of uh, challenges oh. have you? <laughs> I knew that would change. That would change the tune. Oh, yeah. <laughs> challenges. <laughs> we can't escape them. Challenges are mainly, for me, with financial resources, definitely. And I know uh, many entrepreneurs would say the same thing. It'd be that financial part. Yeah. Because when you're trying to raise funds for your business and you're doing it out of your own pocket from the beginning, it can be straining at some times. And you're just, you know, I have to pay these bills. I have to make sure that my personal bills have to be taken care of first. But financially has been one of the main challenges, and especially when you're trying to raise funds and you're trying to convince the investor that this is worth it, their while. And also, one of the other challenges, I would say, was really finding people to see your vision and to fully commit to it at times. Because I work with many freelancers from different resources online, and there were maybe three different freelancers that completely abandoned a project. Oh, wow. Like mid, mid-idea, mid-creating, <laughs> they abandoned the project completely. There was no communication. I tried emailing, calling. There was no answer. So that kind of pushed me as well to create my own website because initially I was going to work with someone else to create the website. I had the whole thing out in my head, but I knew from the beginning something wasn't going to work out because he wasn't exactly seeing what I had in my head and what I knew 
the west side could be he ended up abandoning the project i kind of felt doubt in myself for a while and then i said you know what i'm gonna do this i know i have the capability i went into prayer and i went to youtube and i was able <laughs> to create this amazing website and i did it by myself and i was so proud of myself and i knew god stepped in in that moment and said you could have done this from the beginning but you have to believe in yourself and really make this happen and you know what it's been an amazing journey and thus far i've worked with maybe one more freelancer after that and she has been amazing she has been a blessing I pray for someone like her, and it's been great so far. Yeah, and I've been kind of watching your your journey, you know, since we initially well, we were in contact earlier this year, or this month, rather, and what was that last month? Anyway, I don't know when it was, but what I was going <laughs> to mention earlier, I just thought about it, the investor part. I know that you were participating or looking to, was it like an incubator, or was there, was, there was some... Yes. There was, yeah, I know there was a couple of things that you participated in, and I just wanted you to share like that experience with other people that may be in the process of raising funds for their app or whatever sort of project it is they may be working on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, before preparing for Incubator, you uh, make sure that you have a pitch deck, make sure you have your business plan, and make sure you're ready for presenting because it's a process. I was kind of thrust into pretty much doing a presentation for Incubator. Uh, my professor actually is a co-founder of an incubator in the South Bay area of Harbor City, Torrance area in Los Angeles. And I went to a luncheon with him, and it was an incubator. It was a luncheon for an incubator that he was involved with. And they kind of just asked me on the fly to pitch my idea. And it was like a 10-minute pitch. And thank God I was prepared for that. So I'm so happy I was prepared for that. I made a 10-minute pitch, and they invited me back to do a full presentation for investors. And I knocked that out. I did a 10, 15-minute presentation for investors, and they loved it. And I've been in contact with a few of them since. And also, the incubator process is really a detailed one. You must know your numbers. You must know uh, your marketing plan. You must know the ROI when an investor investment in the company if you want to uh, exchange some equity in the process of doing that the entrepreneur must know detail you must know your business plan and your business like the back of your hand and it's really it could be a long journey but you know just keep going and everything will work out as long as you stay motivated and you have determination and desire to do so Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I knew that was something important that I needed you to, to mention in addition to everything else that you shared. But I, I definitely wanted to make sure yeah. that I had your input on that. And speaking of motivation, how do you stay motivated? How do you stay grounded with everything that you're working on and working to pursue with you crowd? Yeah, it's a combination of things. Uh, the main thing is prayer and also circumstance and expectation. And mm-hmm. what I mean by circumstance and expectation I've had a really interesting upbringing. My family was not wealthy at all. They were not well off. I'm doing so many struggles, and I've struggled in my own adulthood to the point where it was at times I didn't even have money to buy myself a 50-cent cup of noodles. So in those moments, when you stay motivated and determined, and through those circumstances and situations, you have expectation when you pray. You expect God to move. You expect things to change. And as you 
doing the work, you expect a blessing to come behind that. Because faith without works is dead. And I really use that as my personal mantra that speaks to me in a way that continues to move me into action in my life and really create opportunities for other people as well. I just want to continue praying myself through any circumstance that may come into my life because I know that everything will be okay at the end. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love that prayer, circumstance and situation. That is so good. Good, good, good. All right. Tell us what is the best piece of advice that anyone has ever given you? The best advice someone has given me is to believe in myself. And my mother has always taught me that since I was a child. Believe in myself and continue to move in love. I've always had this this kind of a situation where I've been friends with people, I've been in relationships, and they will try to sometimes cut you down and discourage you. And through it all, I always had my, I always believed in myself, and I always made sure that I focused on what was important to me and. The main thing that's important to me is really being creative and getting things done and helping others. So that's one of the best advice anyone has given me, which comes from my mother. Always believe in yourself. Yeah, I love that one, too. Yep. And (laughs) I need you. You have already given us some goals. You've given us the two cents, the whole nine, whatever you want to call it. But I'm going to try to pull a little bit more from you before I let you go. What advice do you have in addition to everything else that you've already mentioned? What's another key piece of advice for aspiring entrepreneurs? One piece of advice I would say is don't become a slave to your circumstance. Use every experience as a stepping stone. There's a lesson in failure. And with failure comes opportunity. Opportunity to get up and continue moving forward. I got you on that one. I agree. I know that to be true. So you have to let us know. Okay, I've already talked to you about, a while back you and I were talking about you crowd, yeah, I know that the, the platform is the, uh, doing some, some tweaks and uh, getting that up and ready to go. Let us know what we can find out more about you crowd. Let us know of any upcoming launch events or anything that you have that um, where people can go and kind of participate and find out more about what you have for 2018. Yes, right now we're actually, we're talking to a few incubators to see where we fit the most. And we're moving in a situation where we receive funding. So we'll have a full-fledged website for you available early next year. So it'll be up and running. You'll be able to find events. And you can create your own events if possible online. You'll be able to share them across different platforms. And we really want to get this thing started because a lot of people are asking. And I, I really want this to be something that people utilize as a tool, not only just as another app. I want you to use it as a tool on your everyday life, every weekend, sharing with friends, and create a new environment of social buying mixed with social media and the ticketing industry. Now, personally, we also have a project coming up. We're working on an online talk show for entrepreneurs and great minds where they'll be able to share their experience and give advice to other entrepreneurs as well. So we really want to um, create a space for everyone to kind of get all the information they need if they're kind of lost in their journey in entrepreneurship. And it's going to be a platform online for them. We are working on that now, and we're hoping to get that out before December. We'll start 
really moving in production, start filming that as well. Great. That's perfect. Yeah. And I, I don't want to put any pressure on, on you to get the, <laughs> the online talk show, but just keep in mind, just like I was telling you the other day, hey, what is you crowd going to launch? Because I got a couple of events I'd like to try to get up and going, you know, yeah. for early 2018. So don't feel Absolutely. stressed when I start texting Absolutely. you about <laughs> the talk show. So, all right, Maisha. Before I let you go, um, tell us where we can find you online. Uh, Maisha Robinson, give us, if you have the information, which I know you have it, for you crowd, social media handles, and all that good stuff. Awesome. You can find me online on any social media platform at I am Maisha. That my name is spelled M I E S H A. If you want more information about U Crowd, it's www.ucrowd.co. And if you want to follow us on social media, it is at official U Crowd. That is spelled U C R O W D. Perfect. Sounds good, Maisha. Thanks so much for speaking with me today. I truly appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you have coming up. For 2018. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. You too. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.